Now, this morning's reading comes from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, and the Corinthians were a very early church in Corinth, a church that Paul had set up. And he writes to them because he cares really deeply about them. And this was a church that was getting things really wrong, really wrong. The Holy Spirit had blessed its members with lots of gifts of the Holy Spirit, gifts of wisdom and healing and speaking in tongues, But there's been some showing off, some showing off, and things are going very wrong. And Paul writes to them uh, to strongly encourage them to work together for the benefit of all. And in the reading that we're about to have, he does this by comparing the church to a human body. So if you're reading, if you want to come up and read. Lovely. The reading is taken from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 27. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. And so the body is not made up of many part, of one part, but of many. Now if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If there were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together giving greater honour to the parts that lack it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Amen. Brilliant. Now, I need somebody, preferably a little person, who thinks they are really strong. Who thinks they are really strong? Okay, I hope you come then. So this is a physical challenge. Think you're up to it today. You're not quite sure what I'm going to ask you to do, though, do you? (laughs) 
so you might change your mind. Okay, come in the middle, because everyone needs to see you do this major physical challenge. Okay. What's your name? Emily. Emily, what a beautiful name. Right, Emily, I have a stick, and your task is to break that stick in half. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. Okay, that was just the first part. Part two. I have put some sticks together, and I wonder if you can break those sticks. <laughs> Come on! Put some metal into it. No. Now, can you see anybody out there who you think is super, super strong who can do that? No. No. There's a problem, isn't there? So why do you think that you could break that really easily, but you can't break this? Because when you work together, it's harder. To, it's easier to do stuff. Brilliant. Absolutely. So if this, you imagine this just being a solitary Christian, it's very easy for us to get broken or to go wrong or to just maybe really struggle with our faith. But if we are many sticks together, we are much stronger together. And it's very hard to break us because we're all working together. We're all bound together um, in one. And that's what I think that reading is saying to us, that it's not just about us as individuals. It's about us being together as a body and working together. And if we work together, we are very strong in unity. Give it another go, see if you can do it. No, it's not going to work, is it? Snap one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Ah. <laughs> That's not going to work, is it? Because they're all bound together, and they're going to stay bound together, which I hope we do as churches. Okay, thank you. Give this person a clap. So, in, if we... Um, there's a wonderful quote that I came across from... Whoops, I need to point over there. Do you want to do it for me? It's not working. So a wonderful quote from a, a woman called Helen Keller. Now, Helen Keller was um, a lady who was deaf and blind in America, and she was the first deaf-blind American to go to university and get a Bachelor of Arts degree. And she says, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. Say that with me. Alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. And there are some great examples of this from the animal kingdom. So let's look at the first slide. (laughs) Isn't that lovely? I'm not sure my cats work together that well. Um, But isn't that lovely? Uh, One cat helping another. And the next one. (laughs) Could you ever believe that a giraffe could get on top of another giraffe? And I think what maybe is just outside that picture is a very tall tree with some juicy leaves that um, that top giraffe wants to eat, lest they're just playing leapfrog. Okay, next one. So, we have a dog and a cat working together. How unusual is that? And I wonder what it is that the dog is helping the cat to get, and whether it's for the benefit of both of them. I'd like to think so. And the next one. Oh. Oh. Who's got two dogs that work together like that? Anybody? No. Isn't that lovely? They're going to share the, uh, the stick together. And the next one? Now. That 
That's rather sweet, isn't it? So are they mice, do you think? Are they mice? Or hamsters? What do you reckon? Yeah. So helping each other. Not quite what they're sure they're trying to achieve, but they're helping each other. And the next one? What's going on in that picture? So they're helping to groom each other. So it's very hard for one... And what is it? A baboon? What is it? What's the animal? A baboon, do you think? Yeah. So it's very hard for one baboon to get rid of all the ticks and the fleas on its back. So that's why they work together. It's great to do it in a line like that, isn't it? And I think we've got one more. So that's a picture we often see, isn't it? Of ants working together. Who likes ants? No, one person at the back. So ants working hard together. Because one ant, it's very hard for them to carry something very heavy. But they work together. They can carry very large um, leaves across quite vast distances. So lots of examples in the, in the, world of, uh, the animal world of working together. So what are the sorts of things that you struggle to do on your own, that having two or three people together helps? What sorts of things that you struggle with that... Um, it's really helpful to have people around you to help with. Doing painting. Doing painting. Yeah. What else? For me, it was maths homework. <laughs> yeah. Folding sheets. Folding sheets. That's a brilliant answer. Yeah, particularly um, those fitted sheets. And I, just, and I know you, look, you can look on the internet and it tells you how to do that, but I've never been able to work that out. How do you fold a sheet with all those corners? Yeah. Putting the sheet on because the mattress is too too deep. Yes. Um, anything else? A hug. Brilliant. Yeah, you, it's a bit hard to hug yourself. I'm well, not quite as nice, isn't it? I like hugs. Anybody else? Anything on this side? Anything you struggle with that it's really good to have people to help you with? Run a youth club. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so lots of examples of times when we need to work together in order to achieve things. But unfortunately, we don't always get that right. We, we often try to do things on our own, and we don't seek the help of others, when it would be just so helpful if we did. And so we just wanted to um, invite you to join in a time of confession, because like those early, church, those early Christians in Paul's day, we still get it wrong, and we don't work together as well as we know we should, either within our own churches or between the churches. And so at the end of this week of prayer for Christian unity, we say sorry to God for the times that we've let him down. You know, it's good to be together, and as Linda said and showed in the illustration, we are stronger when we're together rather than being on our own. But it's not just good to be together, is it? It's also actually essential. It's essential to be together because we are the body of Christ. That doesn't mean that we have to join together every Sunday for a joint service, but it's essential to be united. It's not just something that we think we should do every now and again and that makes up for when we don't feel united. We need to be united as God's people. In John 17, verse 11, Jesus prayed that we would be united. One of the last things he did before he was taken away and tried and crucified was to pray for the unity of his followers. 
He said this, now I am coming to you when he prayed to God. I will not stay in the world, but these followers of mine are still in the world. Holy Father, keep them safe by the power of your name, the name you gave me, that they will be one just as you and I are one. It's not just a desired thing that we're united. It is an essential thing as followers of Jesus. It's not an add-on or an optional extra or a, oh, let's do it if we can, when we've done all the other things. It is at the heart of who we are and how we live. It is, if you like, in our DNA. We need to be united if we are to follow Jesus. And the reason we need to be united... It's not so that we can sing songs together and it all be wonderful and feel great and we go away thinking that was good, although that is good. But it's to show actually what is to come. It's to show, to give people a glimpse of what God desires. It's to show, as the book of Ephesians said, the thing that is to come, that all things in heaven and on earth will be joined together with Christ at the head. And we, as the people of God now here on earth, are to give everyone a glimpse of that, united under Christ as the head, which is what everything will eventually be when things are brought to completion. Which sounds wonderful and great, doesn't it? And yes, we can go with that, Kate, but actually it's really, really quite hard to do that. Because we're all very, very different. And however much we try and however loving and caring we are, there are always all those people or all that certain type of way of doing things or all this that just just rubs me up. I don't know why. It just does. And it's very, very hard to be united because we are all so different. You know, we're all so very different as people, aren't we? We're also very different in what we like and the things we do, the way we look and the the backgrounds that we come from. And it's very easy when we're all very different to immediately gather with those who are very similar to us. It's quite a natural thing to do, to do that, to gather with those who we have similar views with, who we even look quite similar. As you know, they say that married couples start to look like each other. It's worrying, it's worrying. But you gather with people who you sort of look like and you have similar views, which is fine, until you then realise that you've created a church where everyone is very similar and therefore you're excluding lots of other people who aren't very similar. And the beauty of the body of Christ is it's a place where anyone and everyone belongs It's a place that's full of different people, all ages and backgrounds. It can be wonderful, it can be slightly, it can be ever so slightly odd and often really, really is. But that's it, isn't it? The unity of being part of the body of Christ. We're not called to be individual Christians, to do our own individual thing and occasionally gather together. We're called to live and walk together because that's how we're stronger. But that's also who we are, because that's who God is, united as one. The body of Christ is not made up of one part, but of many. And so it goes without saying, as that DVD showed, that if one part suffers, then every part suffers with it. And if one part is honoured, then every part rejoices 
with it because we are all the body of Christ, diverse and mixed and varied and unique. And today we celebrate that. But today we should also be challenged by that, to seek in every way that we can to live as united people, always supporting each other, always challenging each other, always encouraging each other to live the best lives we can live for Christ. We are the body of Christ, and each and every one of us, whether we believe it or not, is a part of that body. Now you may see here that we have a body. Do you see what we've done there? Seamless. We have a body. And... um, In a moment, I'm going to invite my wonderful people who are going to paint the body with glue. And then you all have pieces of paper. And when we start to play the CD, I would like to invite you, if you are able, to come up and stick your piece of paper on the body, which will have been painted with glue, um, to show that we are all parts of the one body. If you're unable to get out of your seat but you want to give your paper to someone else to stick it on the body, then please do do that. If you know of people who are not here but you want their piece to be stuck on the body, then there's some more pieces in the tin there and you can pick one up and you can stick that on the body. And hopefully, if it all works to perfection and wonderfully, the body will be made up of many colourful parts. It might look slightly odd... That's okay, isn't it? Um, But it'd be wonderful. Don't worry about sticking bits over each other a little bit. That's all fine. I mean, half of you sitting on each other's lap. I can see that this morning. So um, that's not a problem. Um, Could I invite Erin and whoever's coming to paint with glue? Wow, don't we have an amazing body? So, as you can see, isn't that fabulous? So we'll keep that as a representation of united Christians in Cottenham, which hopefully we are today. It's great that we're uh, in this building today are represented uh, Christians from the Anglican Church, the Baptist Church, the Methodist Church, the Salvation Army and free churches in Cambridge. So it's fabulous that we're all worshipping together, um, just as God, Jesus, intended us to do. So let's round up this prayer activity. Um, Prayer activity, bring our prayers to a close. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you call us to be your body, your church here in this place. Thank you that you make us all so very different, but uh, intend us to complement each other and to strengthen one another in faith in you. And some words from the music that was playing um, whilst you were doing that activity. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would build your kingdom here, that you would let the darkness fear. Show your mighty hand, heal our streets and land. Set your church on fire, win this nation back, change the atmosphere, build your kingdom here, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're joined together in saying the prayer that Jesus taught his disciple, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. 
Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Now, our next song is our offering hymn. Now, if you're from All Saints and you've brought your offering in your usual envelopes, if you put those in the, um, the basket that will come round, they will find their way back uh, to the church. But any of the cash offerings that are given today are going to be used um, to build the church together in Cottenham. Um, the work of Christians Together in Cottenham, um, we'll tell you a bit more about um, in a little while, um, but the money will be used um, to grow the church here together.